0: Do you ever get tired of the same old boring news? Do you ever wish the news was very nearly funny? I know we did. Hi, I'm Gene Person. And I'm Greg Person. And that's why we created Anchor Persons. A news podcast. For people who hate the news by people who hate the news. Every week, we lampoon
1: the laughable thing that journalism has become. We make up facts about your home state. We break stories on the latest in food crime.
0: We take two completely unrelated things and figure out how they're connected. And we keep you informed on the emotional weather. Find anchor persons on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or a completely different podcatcher that you prefer. Will you laugh? No, but will you be informed? Also, no. Anchor persons, the only news podcast hosted by persons.
1: Subscribe, Subscribe today. today. Alrighty. Do, it, do we want to get the
0: sound of opening this thing? Yeah, do it. Do it. Well, do it I didn't know it. if we wanted to do it right. Meow.
1: Go ahead and pop that some
0: bitch. Ooh. Nice and smoky.
1: Mm.
2: Get the bubbles on the mic. There we go. We're Thank an ASMR you. podcast now, guys.
1: <laughs> Done. So you're uh, you're back for another uh, session of Prose. and. Welcome to Rosé, the podcast for those who drink rosé. My name is Matt Casnell, and joining me as they always do are my bros and rosé. To my right, Mr. Rich Sweeton.
2: Hi, everyone.
1: To my left, Mr. Sean O'Brien.
2: Hey, everybody.
1: <laughs> so close. And across <laughs> from me, reporting live from my couch, it's Mr. Tim Hansen.
0: I don't understand why we're being so sad right now.
1: You're not going to be there much longer, man.
0: I mean, at least the next couple hours. It's...
1: But... It's two hours, several hours too short. Tim that Hansen is, fair. is moving on to a new uh, location. He's staying on the podcast, so that's that's the other part of this. Is that Tim is not like leaving the show or anything, uh, but this is the last time he's doing it in person before his his big move to North Carolina. So that means you're really not going to like my hot take. No, no oh, I kid, I kid, I kid. <laughs> is, your, is your hot take going to be, I'm not moving? <laughs> oh, no, I'm moving. I'm just
0: like, sorry, guys, leaving the podcast. You're, you're... <laughs>
1: were you were you going to
2: do it at the end of this first episode? I'd be like, guys, this is my last session. Yeah. That was
0: going to be my joke, yeah. Okay.
2: Oh,
1: God. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Uh, that's a... fine. Yeah. That would be, that'd be actually strong, a work hot take to not show up on your first day at the job. Like, that's a take. <laughs> it's a take to just not show up on your first day.
2: With everything they're paying for, that wouldn't be a good idea.
1: Yeah, that'd be a horrible but it would be, idea. But, but you know, it would be a very hot take. <laughs> That's <laughs> the key. Hilarious. That's the key. It's got it. It's got generate controversy, and it's got to have supporters and uh, detractors on I either mean, side.
0: I feel like you guys are the only supporters because then it's like, ah, if he gets fired, he has to come back.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think I would. I would support it just for the chaos, just to see what happens. Mm-hmm. Not okay. for not for your your career prospects. That would be a, a, a extremely poor decision. I wouldn't be happy about that. But in the moment. That'd be, be like, hilarious. Yeah, that'd be very funny. <laughs> Got him. Welcome to the award-winning Brosé podcast. Available as always on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, SoundCloud, TuneIn, and everywhere else where fine podcasts are bought and sold. It's also a big milestone. This is our fiftieth session of oh Brosé. Fifty. We're, get, we're getting old. Five zero. So is uh, it the golden session then? Is that what this mm-hmm. is? This is gold. Yeah. So
2: 150 episodes at the end of this session.
1: 150, which is uh, stupid. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> stupid. So We're dumb. finally
0: on uh gen one of Pokemon terms. Fi-
1: finally. Yeah. The, in the fact, the 51.1 is going to be Mew. Yep. Is that right? Yeah. And that's the last numbered pokemon that i can remember in order is uh, so that's the last set that matters that's a, that's the only one that exists as far as i'm concerned <laughs> uh so re- one way or the other whether it's pokemon or otherwise t- 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 okay what what is, what do you want to say no i don't know i was interested in what you said i just want to say that the premise of the show is that <laughs> we answer <laughs> okay. questions from you the audience about life, the universe, and everything, and we do it while enjoying a crisp, refreshing glass of rosé. If you have a question you'd like us to answer on the air, email it to broséquestions at gmail.com. That's broséquestions at gmail.com. But of course, before we get to those questions, we got to discuss what we are drinking. And Tim, since you are the man of the hour, why don't you start us off?
0: Uh, I'm getting my Freddie Mercury on, and I got a uh, Moe and Shandon Rose Imperial Champagne. Nice. Uh, I saw it in the store. I started singing "Killer Queen" in my head, and I was like, I, "I gotta do it, gotta do it." So that's my my celebration. Champagne normally gives me heartburn, so we'll see how, how well this goes. <laughs> I forgot my tums at home, but uh, yeah, it's it's pretty good. It's super bubbly, uh, and it's got but it's got a nice like light flavor to it without being like
1: that's nah. good it's a nice bookend because you started a podcast with a rosé champagne mum napa uh and uh you're closing your, your your again not your last session but like a milestone session with a a rosé champagne as well totes mm-hmm. rich what are you drinking
2: uh because uh tim likes to show up show me up uh mm-hmm. this is also my birthday session guys um Who? yeah exactly. you're what uh it's my birthday session my birthday is in two days it's actually the day this episode releases is my birthday so mm-hmm. uh don't sounds don't, made up don't don't release it late please <laughs> um i am drinking cider all uh all, all session and i uh, this one is a down east unfiltered original blend the uh the side of it has wording that's upside down i don't know if you want me to flip this over and read it while it's open matt
1: you don't know? <laughs> you can't uh, read upside down? If you would hazard a guess, what do you think I would say to that?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I can. It, it's just saying that you should uh, shake this up, and so they have you flip it over to read it to flip it back. Okay. Um, I didn't shake it up because I didn't read it before I opened it, so it's still good.
3: I like re- it. It
1: will remain a mystery until at least the next session. Yeah. Uh, and Sean, uh, what are you drinking?
3: I'm drinking M.A. Roxant a Côte de Provence rosé and it's so far pretty pretty dang good. Nice summer rosé. I,
1: I think I almost got that one because I recognize that bottle. Uh mm-hmm. it's the, the the curvature of the bottle. The, the it's like the reverse hourglass. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Inver, inverted hourglass or whatever. Uh, I am drinking a Wild at Heart Rosé from the Limestone Coast. The most notable thing about this, uh, there are two notable things, I'll say. One is that it uh, had a 90-point rating when I found it at the store. And the second was that it was $9. So uh, that was a big win for me. Uh, it is uh, described on the back as with a what and who. Uh, what? Fresh, crisp, cool, climate-dry rosé. Who? We're going to have to find out next session. That's called a teaser, guys. That's it's called a teaser. Really <laughs> uh, and it is very light and crisp. It is not normally a rosé that I would go for. Uh, we're approaching uh, wintertime, which is when uh, my favorite kinds of, of wines and, and rosés are, are most appropriate, in my opinion. You the Pinot Noirs, the, the red wine-influenced rosés. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're not quite there yet, but since we're still in summertime, uh, get the nice crisp one. So I have here in my hand the first round of questions guys would you uh, care to indulge in these questions with me
2: Let's... Yeah, I think I think we can and Matt. as always
1: uh, email brosequestions questions at gmail.com uh, if you would like your question answered on the air about any uh, any subject current events pop culture uh, which muppet you should get tattooed on your back which you part know. of a Megazord you would be? Which part, uh, absolutely. Uh, li- li- any sort of what-if scenario.
2: You could also just click that email button on Instagram, and it goes right to brosequestions at gmail.com.
1: I finally followed the Brose Instagram <gasps> I, account yesterday. I know. <laughs> I wanted to
2: call you out on that on the Brose Instagram. You can't,
1: it's not a call-out because I, I check. <laughs> I also have Instagram messages that were un unread from like 16 weeks ago i check my instagram once every like four months yeah and uh yesterday i was just sitting around and i i my my back's been bothering me so i was laying down for a while and i was like oh i'm just gonna check the instagram my instagram is here i'll just look at it and i have like stuff that like a buddy of mine sent me from like the beginning of the nba playoffs like yeah here we go sixers and you know they've you know since lost and humiliated themselves like several times over since then so i'm like ah this is a nice little uh, time capsule but our first question is from a uh, producer of the show, Tess Riley. Um, Do you watch the Olympics? If so, what is your favorite sport? Have you guys caught any of the Olympics this year in Tokyo? I've
0: caught a little bit. We we watched the rebroadcast of the open air because that was when we went down to look go apartment hunting. Um, I've, I've, I've never been terribly interested in the Summer Olympics. Just because uh i've always just see i always like end up in the winter olympics that's when i finally pay attention mm-hmm. and then i pay attention to like um uh, ah crap i forgot my favorite sport we talked about it on the last episode curling? and then somehow went yeah curling okay because <laughs> then we went to crokinole last time <laughs> oh, yeah. uh i always end up watching curling and i was like oh shit this my can't favorite be winter series. olympic sport p-knuckle <laughs> yeah <laughs> um but yeah i mean I've caught a little bit of the women's gymnastics, a little bit of the variety of swimming that's always happening, mm-hmm. and then uh, shout out to uh, the woman from the Philippines won the first gold for her country ever or something like oh, that. Oh, that's in, cool! In weightlifting, Okay. Oh, yeah. solid. The hell out, awesome! Nice, nice. Yeah, like dead last in her first Olympics in 08. Uh Did not finish in 2012, silver in 2016, and then gold this year. So most excellence. shout out to her
1: good stuff good stuff rich have you caught any of the olympics
2: i have not because i don't i don't have cable and so i just i don't really i I don't know if i can watch it live on just basic hulu so i I haven't watched it i would if i I did have cable though just have it on in the background or whatever because i find all that stuff fascinating all of the sports i i I enjoy um but primarily i'd want to watch like skateboarding but i hear america didn't win gold this year which is weird uh,
1: there's a, well, the problem is that, so the best, I think the best women's skater lives in the United States, but was, was skating for the UK because her father's British. Okay. So that, that was part of the problem is that like, you get all these like weird, like people who live in the United States, but they have dual citizenship and they just go for the other country. So yeah. like the best women's skater is from another country, at yeah. least, at least as far as I know. Um, but yeah, I, otherwise I don't know. I, I did enjoy Tony Hawk, uh, breaking stuff down, like trying to explain to like, akbar gajabiamela like what an ollie is <laughs> like, like akbar is like tony you think you could teach me to skate? It's like you're 42 and you're like six foot seven so uh sure why not yeah uh
2: that and don't they have like a like a kind of like like a kayaking event of some sort like
1: like crew uh maybe.
2: no like a, a solo like boating event not a
0: yeah, there's like a kayaking, or there has been in previous years, I don't know if they're doing it yeah. this year, but the, it's like rafting, whitewater rafting-esque, yeah. but in a kayak. Yeah, uh, I, I,
2: would, I would like to watch that, too.
0: I, I just love that a 13-year-old girl won, uh, won a gold medal in the Olympics in skateboarding this year. Oh, yeah. As nice. soon as you mentioned skateboarding, I was like, did that
1: 13-year-old win? Yeah, I remember her name. What, what was her name? Yeah. I think she lives in... Oh, crud. She lives on like the West Coast of the United States, but like her father's from the uk and her mother is from like a maybe an asian nation i don't remember um uh, momiji nishia oh that's not her then that's uh, someone she, else she's japanese okay yeah, yeah yeah that's somebody different but yeah they, they yeah they're like kid like kid kids like yeah. doing the skateboarding stuff yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah it's always wild i know it's 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 very discouraging <laughs> uh sean have you caught any of the olympics
3: um i've caught some of the recaps and that's pretty much how i yeah that's how i uh that's how I get into the Olympics. Is just the afterwards. I don't watch them live. Mm-hmm. I just like whatever YouTube is like. Hey, this was a cool thing that happened. Yeah, watch that. Yeah, like whenever somebody breaks a record. Like there was a woman in the qualifiers. A woman. Um, I don't know. It's not shot put. It's that thing where they throw. They like the f- hammer toss. Yeah, the hammer toss, okay. and she won. She like had the furthest of all time or something. It was mm-hmm. super dope to watch mm-hmm. that. Or the even. And there was a guy doing. Shot put. Uh, shot put. That just, it's like that is so crazy to me. They're so agile. Yeah. Like, these yeah. giant, huge dudes that could better like yeah. yeah. They're like six three, three hundred pounds, and they're just like yeah. and it's... they do that spin.
1: That's <laughs> the only thing. It's like it's not just pure strength, but you, you like you said, you have to have the agility and like the coordination to be able to keep upright when you spin and then fling it like that. And like it's fucking
0: hard having done that in high school. Like yeah, yeah. I gave up on shot put not. Because... I could throw it a decent way but mm-hmm. that was essentially me just doing it from a stand. To get anywhere worthwhile, you had to get the spin and I would just fall over every fucking time. Yeah. Yeah. It's,
3: it's so hard.
2: It's a lot of muscle memory to get to that and just coordination which I know I don't have. I would never be able to do it. My my ankles go sideways. So, <laughs> I can't do that.
1: DSB ad I have watched, uh, so I've watched some of the men's basketball. The other problem is that they have the live streams now. So they have the live stream and then the rebroadcast at night for like primetime. And uh, we've watched some of the, they've have rebroadcasts on Hulu later in the day, uh, but they don't have the live streams on, on uh, Hulu or whatever we have right now. So in the morning, I'm not watching live streams anyway. I'm you know, I'm working and listening to music or something like that. And but I'll check Twitter and suddenly it'll be like it'll be 9:30 in the morning, a full like nine hours before the rebroadcast is on. It'll be like U.S. men's basketball humiliated again by France. Like, <laughs> and uh, I was like, oh man, I got to read all this all day and like, uh, so that that is a bit frustrating. But I've caught some of the men's basketball. I have watched also three x three basketball. Have you guys seen this at all? No. So it's, it's, it's essentially
0: pickup basketball. It's like but playground for the basketball. Olympics.
1: Yeah, it's 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 fun. Uh, <laughs> it's it's basically half court basketball, and it's they they have the court set up uh, like street ball would, and you got like I think it's got the shorter three point arc as well. Uh, but the men did not qualify for it for the United States. The women did. Uh, but we watched a game, I believe. Oh boy, I think it was between China and France, uh, and. China had this this one like big woman who was just bodying people, and it, it's it was a lot of fun to watch because it's nonstop action. Because you mm-hmm. after you're the shot, you pick it up and then you have to take it out beyond the three point arc for your next possession, exactly like playground ball would be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The ga- and the games are just ten minutes long. You have one sub, uh, and everybody's just sprinting around and exhausted. It's it's like a it's like a strange combination of soccer like like soccer but on like a much shorter field and then basketball mm-hmm. like
3: it's just non-stop motion it's very fun. awesome I would i
2: would definitely watch that. what's
3: that uh the swimmers kelly Rapino no that's she's the that's she's, uh the megan Rapineau's you think kelly Ke- uh, katie ledecky yeah katie yeah. ledecky she's there killing was, it there was a uh there was a, a graphic of like the best times, and she was the top like twenty eight of them. She's amazing. <laughs> She's yeah. like, like
1: Michael Phelps. Eat your goddamn heart out. <laughs> like yeah. that good at, at swimming. She's incredible. Yeah. Um, and, and I also saw this week that uh, a lot of people became uh, very interested in women's gymnastics for the first time uh, in a long time for for no apparent reason. Yeah. So uh, so I have actually not caught any of the the women's gymnastics live uh, Simone Biles or otherwise. So. I
3: I saw the Simone Biles jump the vault when she like lost where she was. She got the twisties, yeah. Yeah, so I saw that because yeah. I was like, that seems like I should... Yeah. just to see what happened, and then, yeah, like I couldn't tell anything was wrong, but the announcers could. Yeah, I've, yeah, it's like that's that's where the, it benefits having somebody who's like, oh god, yeah, they're yeah. like, uh, it looks like she lost where she was in the air, because yeah. to me, it's she's just like, shoo, 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 shoo. yeah, <laughs> it still looks. <laughs> How can you yeah. tell? And the yeah. thing is, as long
1: as she doesn't land and like break her leg, you're like, oh well, you know, that's maybe just not like maybe it's like a C minus jump, yeah, a C minus vault. And meanwhile, somebody who knows what they're doing is like, uh oh, <laughs>
3: yeah, she <laughs> almost died. She, no.
1: <laughs> yeah. I've heard people describe somebody described the twisties as basically like the yips but for gymnastics except for much more dangerous because like if you have the yips in baseball you forget how to throw the ball from like home plate you know from home plate back to the pitcher Uh, in gymnastics if you have the twisties you break your Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. you sever your spine Uh, so any other Olympics thoughts not at the moment no No, I like them I think it's cool yeah yeah, I'm kind of with Tim. I, I do like the winter sports a little bit more. I don't know why. Um, maybe it's just it's less traditional or something. But Yeah.
0: I mean, if I were to like any of the, the summer sports, it would probably be like any of the shooting ones, but that's never what's being broadcast, like, yeah. ever.
1: Yeah. They You have the cross-country uh, shooting in the winter. They Which have, is yeah.
0: always broadcast, and it is fun. awesome.
1: Yeah, because it's always like, because they, they have the shooting, but it's always combined with, it's like cross-country skiing. Yeah. So, they have to, like, <sighs> and then they have to, like, hustle to the shooting range and be like, and then... I can't imagine having the the concentration of having to hustle on skis and then get to a shooting range and be like, all right, bullseye. Yeah, and (laughs) if you miss one, you have it's like a twenty second penalty or something. Yeah,
0: and then uh, you also have to make sure you're taking the right position per stop. Yeah, that's my favorite one is the one woman who was supposed to be in that station was the prone station she got there first she had a massive lead over everyone yeah and then she stands there and takes all the shots <laughs> so she gets like a massive penalty yeah. and none of that counted
1: this so one of them like you, like take one of the the arrows and like run it up to the target <laughs> jams like guys way I, easier i did, I did <laughs> it <laughs> i win yeah. uh the next the next question is do you like or dislike surprises
0: I like surprises for the most part. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Does it depend on the context or? I mean, I obviously, like a bad surprise is a bad surprise, but like, are there times where you're just like, dude, I just want something predictable today or?
0: Um, Largely no. Because mm-hmm. uh, for the most part, surprises that come up is usually like planned in advance. So it kind of fits in with everything that's happened for the most part. If that person is planning that surprise, sometimes a surprise will come up and it's just like, can you not? Like, yeah. I've had a shit day, mm-hmm. and I just want to go play fucking video games. Like, no, yeah, I don't want to have a surprise visitor. I think that's the only surprise I hate. It's like, it's like coming yeah. home with the expectation of just like mm-hmm. I need to not talk to anyone else for the rest of the day. Yeah,
1: and it's like we have visitors. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm.
2: yeah,
1: yeah. That's I th- that's the big thing. Is like if you if you're planning on downtime and some and like something comes up that you need to address, like yeah. you sit down. It's like, dude, I'm just gonna chill and like watch tv and like just eat eat some comfort food or something like that and then like a pipe breaks and something like can't not address this <laughs> like, right. it's like it's like like something you have to or somebody knocks on your door yeah yeah or it's already sitting on my couch i think that's probably my answer as well like it's just i'm generally we're pretty my, my wife and i are very are big planners like we we plan out like we we went on a we went to washington dc for our, our anniversary a couple weeks ago and we had planned out like most of the weekend uh but I think it was because we were in such a happy place anyway. Like our one plan was we we're going to go to on a food tour in the morning on Saturday and like 20 minutes before we were supposed to get to leave, to go there, we got a call from the guy running the tour and one of the shops had, had a COVID case. And so they, they canceled the whole tour uh, because they have employees from that tour play, company going in and out of that shop all week and they don't know who's got what. So there's like, we're just canceling the whole tour. So, but then we we're like, you know what, but we're in, dc we were planning on doing something and now we just have to do a different thing so we just walked around the national mall all day mm-hmm. but if i was sitting at home and suddenly it's like hey y- you've got yeah, you've gotta fix this or like hey something came up at work or something along those lines and you have to stop your relaxing time the time you've portioned out for relaxing uh, to do this I, that uh that drives me up a wall sometimes mm-hmm. how about you rich
2: yeah, pretty much the same. It's If I have plans and something happens or they get canceled or they get changed or whatever and that's a surprise, then I'm all for it. But if I'm doing, like you said, if you're, you're doing nothing, sitting around in your pajamas at home and something breaks or mm-hmm. this or that happens, it's just like, oh, yeah. I just, I can't do this right now. I don't want this. Yeah. It's, it's and like, because those always happen at the most inopportune times. Like, my, uh, my sink broke when it was snowing during uh like this past year like one of the bad snowstorms we had Mm -hmm. my sink broke yeah and so i had to like call my dad have him come over help me out so he had to drive in the snow after having driven a half day for dhl and then like we had to get my uncle to come over and help it's just it was a whole big endeavor it's just like this this is the last thing any of us wanted in a day like today and that's just that's how those always are so like give me a good surprise whenever don't give me a bad surprise. <laughs> ever. When
1: especially when, especially on a snow day because like snow days, you're already in the mindset of I'm just going to chill, like not yeah. go ain't going anywhere. So yeah. I'm just going to chill inside, maybe get some cleaning done, but otherwise, or, or do a project that you've been meaning to do. But otherwise this is just chill and read a book or pop on the TV and play some, play some PlayStation or something. And yeah. not anymore.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I was, I was going to uh, re-insulate my attic. And mm. as we're getting up there and looking through things, I see frayed wires all over the place because squirrels got into my attic and started chewing on the wires. Uh, they're not—they're not in a uh, bad point to where it could light like, the house on fire, but they're still chewed up. Mm-hmm. That like my uncle's—that like we can't really do anything up there until the wires are fixed. Mm-hmm. So it's just like it holds—it holds everything up. I'm like, this just sucks. It sucks.
0: Slap some electrical tape on it; it'll be mm-hmm. fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was that Flex Seal?
1: <laughs> you can use Flex Seal's electrical <laughs> tape, right? <laughs> Probably. I'm sure they made one. Uh Sean, are you a surprise guy?
3: Uh not really. I'm not a huge surprise guy, but I mean there are there are times when they're nice. Like uh Jacob heard me say on the podcast that I was like if somebody would do the dishes and not like out of nowhere, that would like make my month and then he did them. Whoa. It was so nice. It was such <laughs> a good surprise. Oh that's nice. Yeah. So like yeah. that that kind of thing, like yeah. there's little I like little surprises. Mm-hmm. But like big surprises, mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not as big a fan of. Right, because like. Even
1: even little surprises, like if once in a while someone else would I don't know, like trim the trim the grass or <laughs> you know, clean out the gutters. Yeah, so
3: just, yeah those little things. Start putting your chores list on <laughs> the, uh... notes. Just yeah, I'll just put out everything I have to do yeah. on this podcast hoping that Jake just does everything. Sean's <laughs> take
1: segment just becomes like the honeydew list. <laughs>
3: <laughs> next
2: next time uh Jake is on my stream, I'll text you and if you have any chores you want me to do, I'll be like Man, Sean really needs to get this done, and we can see if he'll get it done.
1: I do want to say, like, I'm under no illusions about what, like, a 12 year old boy uh, is sees or does not see nowadays. But it does, it does give me a lot of pause when Jay, I was like, "Oh, Jake, listen to the podcast."
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. look, I
1: know, I know what gets talked about on this show. We talked about what we would all do when we were, we were, if we got transformed into women. <laughs> and your your son listened to that, or your can listened listen to that. Like, okay. that's
3: just, mm. He's going to hear it anyway. Mm. At this point. He's, like, he's old. He's in 8th grade. That's when all that stuff started it's happening. true. He's yeah. a teenager.
1: It'll be like when uh, like Francis Bean went back and listened to all Nirvana's albums. So, or, or no, uh, probably probably more apt comparison is when uh, uh, Haley Mathers went back and listened to all the Eminem's albums. Yes. <laughs> and it's like, uh-oh. <laughs> so for
0: the record, I just assumed Jake was like 16 by this point because I've not been tracking 16! <laughs> <16. laughs> he could drive. I was like, yeah. he's, he could probably drive. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, What radio station do you listen to in the car the most? MMR, 93.3. Yeah.
3: So, so of I listen to 104.5 and 90.9. listen to a lot of NPR.
1: Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 90.9. I, for, I forgot that was the call number for NPR. 99 around right here. Because uh, there's also... What's XPN's? Is that 88.5 or... I think. 87 point? Yeah, it's it's, it's like high 80s something like that i'm i'm the bougie guy with sirius xm uh so i have on in in my car i i either have um hip-hop nation or uh octane uh no no turbo turbo is the like 90s early 2000s so like if i'm trying something new i usually i usually have hip-hop on hip-hop nation and then if uh i just want to listen to like stuff i know i'll have uh turbo on I'm a
0: big fan of Octane. It's a great. When I'm in a car creation. that has XPN. Mm-hmm. Well. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Wait, when you get the rental car, always be like, yeah, yeah, this is the, the free trial for Sirius. It's yeah. huge. Mm-hmm. Um, for FM, I, I usually just have sports talk radio on. So I have either 94.1 uh, WIP or 97.5 the Fanatic. Uh, Cause I want to listen to either, you know, whatever that, that, particular drive time talk show is or they're broadcasting the eagles or the phillies or something mm-hmm. i want to
3: listen to that i like to listen to the phillies a lot
1: yeah listen to the phillies because they have a they have a great radio guy in scott Fransky, mm-hmm. and it's also it's also and larry and larry anderson because because is like the super energetic play-by-play guy and then la is the old school baseball guy with that like his ba- his voice is a subwoofer like it's just yeah. It, well yeah you know uh <clears throat> I can't even do it. Like my voice is low, and it's not as low as Larry Anderson's voice is. <laughs> it's got that that slight drawl to it. It's very relaxing.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's also like not that much goes on in baseball games, so they always get talking about other stuff. Yeah, and that's yeah. so funny to me.
1: That's why Vin Scully's the best, because Vin Scully would, because uh, again, nothing would happen in the middle of Dodger baseball, and he'd just go into like diatribes about the Civil War, uh, <laughs> or like he'd have a weird anecdote about one of the pitchers that would take him on a weird path. Because you can just be, like, yeah, you can just do that. You can just be like. Oh, o two to Reynolds. Um, Reynolds' wife is actually a pie baker, uh, and pie baking a lot of people associate it with the United States, but it actually dates back to and there's a slider taken on the outside for a ball. Uh, <laughs> pie baking actually goes back to the United Kingdom or England. It just for for hours. Uh, for about hours.
0: about how apple pie is not American at all. Yeah, yeah,
1: not a, yeah for for like innings after innings, and then suddenly it's like and uh, and then that's why it, oh um. And the innings over. Uh, <laughs> it's that's, a one, two, three inning there for Kershaw, and
2: that's that's why I love baseball. It's the greatest podcast, second to Brosé. It's great. It's true. It's true.
1: I highly recommend uh, subscribing to baseball on uh, on all major <laughs> podcasting platforms. Uh, any other radio stations?
0: Uh, I mean, four I I I only have four stations programmed into my into my radio, and it's like ninety-three-three because Preston and Steve and just sure
1: everything that rocks yeah so ever since ySP uh went down that's like the one standby yeah. for for classic and rock 1045
0: whose morning show the woody show is like I'm
3: horrible sure. so my, the, you don't like it I hate. my wife house. doesn't like I'll it either that. she said
1: because I didn't realize this One hundred 1045 like changed their slightly changed their format or, or yeah. something 1045 yeah yeah it's not it's not radio 1045, It's all one four
2: five now. Yeah, it's it's for uh, uh, iHeart Radio because they own one zero four five. Right. I don't like the Woody show. I don't. I don't like their. I don't find them. I've honestly started not liking Preston and Steve either, and it's yeah, that's kinda been a while. Simil- kind of similar.
0: Steve annoys you. Yeah. I am Steve. <laughs> Jeez. Every time Steve talks, I was like, yeah, I, that's what I was thinking. All right.
2: It's not him talking. It's his him being loud is what annoys me.
1: Yeah, I, I get it. I annoy you. Thank <laughs> you. Wow. No,
2: you don't annoy me, Timmy. I love you. Don't lie
1: to me. Uh, our next question is, who knows you the best other than your spouse? Who knows you the best other than your spouse? Hmm my brother probably knows me the best like and even and even like the last like I haven't seen my brother in person since Christmas 2019 uh but we still communicate enough uh with the distance and with the the quarantine and everything over the last god damn it was it now uh it's August so it's two minutes it's 20 months now. Uh, or or almost 20 months since I've last seen my brother in person, but we communicate enough. And like throughout the changes in our lives that like, he knows my personality, he knows what I'm interested in. And like, I know what he's interested in and I know what kind of person he is as far as his drive. And so even when our, our tastes change and like mine are a little bit different than his now, we still have like a nice, our, the Venn diagram of what we are interested in is still enough together that like we, we have a lot to talk about and, uh, yeah, probably him probably him what about you guys Mm -hmm.
2: it's probably you guys oh i think you guys know me the best outside of my non-existent spouse um like i i don't even think my brother really knows me that well anymore Hmm. just because me and him like at like we have similar interests but like we butt heads way too much so it's like you guys really do
1: like, but that's also that's also a knowledge of you. Yeah, because he knows what buttons to push. Frankly,
2: <laughs> but like, like I, I, I might talk to you guys more often than I even talk to my brother. Like, we at least talk once every three weeks. Where me and my brother, like, I'll throw a text here and there about D and D or a video game or whatever. But that's about it. Right.
3: Mm. Okay, all
1: right. Well, that's, uh, I'm I'm honored personally mm-hmm. uh, to know all the ins and outs of Rich Sweden, who uh, based on our work here on, uh, right. yeah, oh, shit, it's Richard uh, is that Richard. Vince's cousin. <laughs> <laughs> please I think that's, no, please no. Vince, Vince has cousins? Vince is my cousin. Yeah. Uh uh yeah, Vince is the uh the door and window guy that, that <laughs> was on our podcast a couple of times. Uh Tim, who knows you the best besides Your life? <laughs> my wife. Yeah. Um I'd
0: probably go with a toss up between either you, uh one Mr. Matt Casnell oh, and yeah. uh Tim Bulger. Uh you I've just i Two and a half decades of knowing each other. just sheer mass of time. <laughs> uh, and Tim, like, for, for the most part, and i we've talked about, like, mental health and stuff like that. And you and I have had some conversations about my mental states at sometimes uh, at a few points. Yeah. But that's still something, like, I don't talk about very often. Sure. With... Pretty much anyone which
1: probably isn't terribly healthy. Bulger, guest of the show, is very perceptive and very good about talking he's about this. He's
0: massively intuitive on a lot of it, and uh, it just becomes an easier conversation when, even if I like open the door a little bit, he's he, asking certain questions, mm-hmm. and that's been uh, a great way for me and Tim to kind of develop our friendship and. I mean, th- there's other things outside of that, but that's like the one thing that you, we have two decades plus of time. Yeah. And then Tim just like eking into this one part that not a lot of people have touched on. Yeah. He's uh, very
1: like my, my, my knowledge, like I, I know a little bit about like the mental health side of things, having dealt with it a little bit, but my, my person is like, my brain don't work so good. And like, just fix it. <laughs> like, so like, I, I know that part of it very well but Bulger's uh, Bulger's grappled with this for a while and he knows a lot of the ins yeah. and outs and like what's uh, he's like you say he's very perceptive about that kind of thing
0: yeah like when he after I told you guys uh, that I was leaving Tim came over like that week mm-hmm. and uh, like it was it was just me and him Martha was at work later or out of town or something like that and as we're talking about it I was like yeah I think it's going to be a good opportunity blah 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 and he's like you look like you're terrified. <laughs> like, I mean, I am. I'm just trying not to think about that, Tim. He's like, yeah, but you should probably like think about that. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely true. Yeah, Labeling.
2: <laughs> you, you need to acknowledge that fear, even though like... Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: Mm. Sean, who knows you the best besides uh, your wife?
3: Besides my wife? Uh, <laughs> my wife. I think it, it might be Tess.
1: Okay. Um, producer of the show, Tess producer Riley. Producer of the show,
3: especially now that she has to listen to us. <laughs> but uh, Tess and I are very similar, and we've we've always had very similar interests. But I think just our um, our outlook is very similar. So, like, I think, and this might be, I might be way off base, but like, I think that uh, just it's it's one of those things where like, if Tess thinks about how she would handle a situation, it's very similar to how I would. So I think just uh so I think it's her. Or or you know, barring that it's my mom always is way more insightful than I give her credit for. Mm. Just like she she'll like call me out on shit <laughs> I'll be like, Yeah, you're right. Yeah. The fuck's wrong with you. Man? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She'll call me out and just but yeah, she's she knows me pretty well. But okay. she's my mom. Yeah. Your mom. My mom. Your yeah. mom. Yeah, ma. Yeah. And, and Tess is your quote sister. Yeah, it's right? my alleged
1: sister. It's, it's high, it is high praise to come to somebody who I only became aware of their existence like three months ago. <laughs> <laughs> when, they, when I start getting emails from a mysterious T. Riley with, with completed podcast episodes attached. Uh, but Tess has done a phenomenal job and that's that's uh, very nice of you to say about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, our next question. If your hometown was a food, what food would it be?
3: Hmm. Is this my hometown like where I'm from? Because if so, that would be a cheesesteak. Big yep. guy. Philly. <laughs>
1: yeah. You got uh the you got, yeah, the, the great northeast in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Cheesesteaks, baby. Uh what about you, Rich?
2: Uh man. I don't know. Uh if we're thinking Woodland, uh maybe 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 Chile, because it's got so many different like backgrounds of people living there
3: Mhm.
2: uh and it's just like it like yeah everyone ev- everything like everything can go into a chili everyone go, like kind of fits in woodland and i guess i don't i don't really know that's a tough question but i'm mm-hmm. just gonna go with Chile, just because i also <laughs> like Chile, and woodland's not that bad of a town
1: Chile's not bad tim hansen not so theory, because since you and i lived in Exton. Like obviously you were born in the Netherlands, yeah. But you and I have been—you grew up in Exton as well, correct? Yeah, I, I moved to Exton area in
0: 1995. So yeah, it's, it's Okay, I was five years old. So as far as I'm concerned, that's my hometown. Everything before that was
1: everywhere. So got it. Okay. Now what would you now what would you associate with Exton?
0: The, the only thing I can think of is like a Wawa hoagie.
1: Oh, uh, I was gonna go with pizza. Not because it's, like, extremely Italian, but, like, the the best local places in Exton, I thought, were, like, you know, Reno's and Rocco's and Saddle's Pizza. That
0: That's fair. Yeah. That's very fair. That's the
1: only – there probably were more that I just didn't experiment with, but that's what I always associate with is, like, a good local pizza from Exton. I was so mad when
0: I didn't discover Rocco's until I was already, like – A Mm -hmm. junior in high school.
1: Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Rocco's is How have I been missing this? That was a a big big Ron Casnell uh, identified Rocco's for me very early in life as like we're going here for like the best pizza and (laughs) wings in town. We always went
0: to Reno's and I was like, Reno's is overrated.
1: Reno's is gone now. Yeah, I'm aware. Yeah, they, a very scathing letter uh, essentially like it came very close to like blaming cancel culture for going out of business. <laughs> like like no, nah, it was it was they they basically they got screwed by the lockdowns and they they basically their they couldn't they didn't survive the uh the shutdowns and they, everything.
0: They also made some like poor business decision, poor business decisions right before the mm-hmm. lockdown started. Yeah. Uh, So nobody was going back
1: anyway. I did not shed any tears because I I worked at Reno's uh, for one summer and uh, both the boss and the boss's wife uh, said that I didn't take pride in my work because like I didn't like the the hers chip bag was slightly crooked on the tree. So, you know, that's that's me.
0: That's (laughs) hilarious because my experience with all of their staff for the decades that I had been there was all of them don't give a fuck.
1: (laughs) Yeah, the the kids didn't because a lot of it was staffed by kids well no they're their children our waitress was already
0: or our waiter or waitress was mm. always like mid to late 30s and mm. just like I do this job because I need money I know exactly you're, all of I you. don't remember her name but I know the exact person you're talking about <laughs> yeah where it's yeah. like you go to friendlies and the same age group is just like hey sweetie how are you today
1: <laughs> You had a big change in just going across town to Paoli right <laughs> yeah the only thing I can think of for Exton is maybe just like generic diner food because you yeah, had the, the Exton Diner yeah a ton now, of diners now Bistro 24. Uh Frasier Diner. Classic. That's right. Diner. Yeah. Fraser Diner. Yep. Yep. Um Yeah, I think that's all I can think of for Axe, is like pizza yeah. places and diners. <laughs> Everything else is like a is a chain. It's it's all in the mall. Yeah, like and, Wawa. yeah exactly. Uh any other hometown food conversions? Mm-mm, not nah. that I can think of. Yeah. It's it's the Northeast, man. It's a, wait, wait. Phil, Philly's got the one because it's it, cheese it's it's steak. cheesesteaks or like you know, like uh like a roast beef. Roast beef sandwich. Um, nom, 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 nom. Yeah. Get some roast beef, some broccoli, Rob. Mm. Uh, if you could completely get rid of one month out of the year, which month would it be and why?
3: July or August because it's way too damn hot. I was going to say August too. <laughs> it's too it's too many. I don't Boy. like the summer. So I think it's, it's yeah. I'm over it by that point. I'm ready for September, the nice cool fall. Yeah. I totally agree with it, that.
1: It might be. Also be August for me because at first I'm like, how could I possibly get rid of a month? And the moment you said August, like, oh yeah, what the fuck is up with August? Like,
2: look, my birthday's in August.
1: Fuck August. Yeah, I was gonna say like, I think August, August is just like it's just me or a reminder that like I've got four weeks till football season, and every day is somehow like it's another day, but still somehow no time has elapsed between the current day and football season. And fall is just great. I love fall. See,
0: I can't get. I don't want to get rid of August because August is like the only month of the year. Where I don't have a ton of shit going on. Okay. How do you mean? Uh, Well, I've always assumed, because I'm bad with birthdays, I always assumed Richie's birthday was the end of August. Or end of July. Fair. So Close enough. Might be. Close enough, though. But like, July, your birthday. My father-in-law's birthday. My wife's birthday. A million other people's birthday. September, our anniversary. A million people that I'm related to and or are friends with. Birthdays. Mm -hmm no and then you're in the holiday season. Yeah. yeah, uh, our
1: wedding anniversary in there as well, right? Yeah, I started with that. Oh, did you, I'm sorry. Sorry. I'm drunk. <laughs> uh. <laughs> sorry, drunk. I'm Never mind. I swear uh, to drunk.
0: I'm not god. I got exactly. it. I got you. Uh, so like August is the one I want to keep. But then also because it's of the downtime, but then also every other month has too much shit and some of it's important. Right. And I don't want to get rid of that either. All right. So I'm going to go with February because February Valentine's Day is just a commercial holiday, and uh, I just love my wife all the time.
1: So you hate President's Day? Just I mean, I it. haven't
0: had it off in ever, so... Mm-hmm. Fair. I hate a holiday that does nothing for me. You
1: have to move the Super Bowl. Punt it back to uh, March.
0: I mean, we could just pick another sport for me to come over and be like, sports and eat and drink.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, he's like, look, it's uh, it's the trade deadline in the NHL. Everybody, come over. <laughs> They've it's got a, great commercials now. G- Giroux might be on the move. <laughs> they, oh they are great, shit! Great, yeah, they start running like the awesome commercials during like the the, the studio shows for the deadline. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Yeah, uh, Sean. Uh, you, so you would also go August? Yeah, I'd go August. As okay, well. all right. So we got three Augusts, and then one person who's just going rogue and destroying February, which also would have. I mean fewest days in, of any month in the calendar year you'd affect the least number Black of days Black History month. yeah <laughs> yeah look we all knew why Tim actually picked that one fuck you, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> well no because if yeah. we get
3: rid of August then Black History Month is a longer a month like it should be. Yeah, it's this, true. This well, n- as as
1: no. said, it's just twenty-eight days of overcast weather. Move it to like June
3: or yeah, July.
0: Someone's
1: just gonna be an asshole and be like, leave February
0: as is, just spread these thirty out across the other ten. Mm.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So we get, yeah. So now every month is like thirty-five days and February is like still 28. We get like a mystery like July thirty-seventh. Like <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 our next question. Has anything ever made you feel super old that boy hold on has anything made you feel super old like at this point everything makes at, me feel super what old. makes you feel the most super old i guess
2: uh, so i texted this to sean and mary on wednesday mm-hmm. because on tuesday jacob watched my stream and, and was talking to me on stream about pokemon cards and stuff mm-hmm. but the first thing as soon as he started talking i'm like oh shit jake he's a kid i have to watch my language and i'm like no he's a teenager fuck i'm
0: old mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> See, mine is Pokemon came out in nineteen ninety six. Twenty five year anniversary. Twenty six years ago. Yeah, yeah. Uh, twenty five. Twenty five. It's yeah, still
1: twenty twenty one. Tim so forgot what year twenty nineteen ninety six was. I, I guess I don't know how math works. <laughs> Learn how to do math, you he fucking ingrate. ingrate. Yes. That's why we need a live producer to drop that in as a drop. Like we yeah. <laughs> test it. Like we need a booth in this office, and we need to test to be there, like just dropping hilarious sound effects throughout or the like, course of the show.
2: I think we could turn that closet into a booth.
1: Boy, uh that's I think that's very fair. Uh there's
0: plenty of room in there for sure. Yo, I gotta take a picture of the closet in the apartment we applied for because it is huge. Oh yeah? It is like half the size of the
1: room we are in for the guest bedroom. You start recording in there for uh for our remote shows now? Yeah, to... I mean, I'm thinking about that it. That's sound killing. I'm thinking yeah. about it. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh so you so the Pokemon thing makes you feel super old
0: pokemon anytime you talk about like an album and be like oh this also came out 20 years ago uh what else we got and we've been out of high school for Mm -hmm. 14 13 years it's been more than a decade Mm -hmm. what the fuck
1: yeah i realized that in in april this year that like the the month after was my 10-year college uh graduation uh date and i was like it's awesome it rules that I'm closer to 40 than I am to, <laughs> to my college years yeah
0: and then yeah. also on TikTok they keep doing things of like oh like you thought your parents listened to old music or like well, this is how it is to a Gen Xer or mm-hmm. something like that yeah. and it's like they're, us, the music we grew up in high school with or middle school mm-hmm. to them is as if back then yeah. we were listening to music from like the 60s yeah. and the 70s and we're just like ah yeah <laughs> now we got the oldies on 9
1: I'll take you on.
0: <laughs> exactly. It's becoming like a golden oldie. And I'm like, well, I'm not ready.
2: I, I saw a TikTok where it's uh, like, why do millennials like Olivia Rodrigo's good for you? Mm-hmm. And it's because. Because it, it's paramount it, Because it's paramoy- Because it's, it's that, that song
1: is just misery business. Yeah. yeah. And I'm, like, I'm just like, fuck. Yeah. That makes me
2: so old.
1: Yeah. Well, it is it, because um, we, we were listening to the radio yesterday and Willow Smith, uh, Will's kid out a song that also is very like punk poppy because i think it's travis barker is the drummer on it it's very good uh and so you get this influx and i'm like oh no it's because it's retro it's because <laughs> the, all these kids grew up listening to it it's retro music it, it's like when um like we had like, the, like like when the darkness came out and it was like <laughs> oh it's like the 80s revival but now we're getting like the blink 182 revival yeah <laughs> pretty much uh, i love
0: like i love
1: that but also at the same time it's like oh, yeah man. it's like yeah thanks for showing respect but uh sean, sean what makes you feel super old
3: um besides everything that you guys all said uh probably looking back at pictures of jake when he was like 6 and mm. looking at him now and he's almost as tall as me and i'm like <laughs> yeah. jesus christ jesus, <laughs> i'm so old yeah he was he's almost a full-grown human <laughs> and i remember when he was so tiny
1: He's a little baby.
3: He's a little, like, little six-year-old. Yeah.
1: Now he's downstairs somewhere between the ages of 11 and 18.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yet to be determined. Yeah. <laughs> Either entering high school or applying for college. <laughs> a- age unclear. Yeah. <laughs> I think the music one is the biggest one for me when like albums turn like uh, celebrate the 15-year anniversary of something. And I'm like, oh, that's still like new, you know, Event Sevenfold or new Coheed to me. Like, like uh, Good Apollo and Burning Star 4 is my favorite Coheed album. And I'm like, oh, no, it came out 16 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Mm-hmm. Um, the other big one was, uh, so the, the time we're recording this, the NBA draft was t- three nights ago, and all but, like, two players were born after the year 2000. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, There's like, one guy who, like, and the only reason he was, he wasn't, uh, he was he's, like, 24, and the only reason he was that old was because he, like, he moved from uh, he moved from somewhere in the Caribbean and then uh, or this or South America and then went to like JUCO and then college. So he went like six years of college. and That's the only reason he was born before 2000. Everybody else is like 18, 19, 20, and so Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> oh there, there's also all the TikToks that are like mock skits and it's like, oh me going to buy liquor at the anywhere. And they just take, like, the quickest glance at your ID and give it back. It's like, did you even look? It's like, well, there's no 19. Like, you have a 19 in your birth date, so clearly you're too, like, uh, you're old enough. You're and then it's just like, hello, darkness, my other. I know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there was one time, like, eight years ago, I was in a grocery store. And I remember uh, I was, like, you know, I was just driving my, putting my cart around getting groceries. And, uh, like, this this kid, uh, I, I, like, this kid was, like, in the way. And I was like, oh, excuse me. He's like, whoa, got out of the way. And at, behind me, I heard, like... Yeah, what was wrong with you, man? You almost got hit by that old man. I was like twenty-four. <laughs> it's like go to hell. But I was wearing a collared shirt, so it was like you know, it's, I may as well have been forty. So. It's one were reason.
2: You, were... One reason why I'm always gonna wear a mask when I'm getting uh, like alcohol is because mm. they have to card you, and it mm. makes me feel young when they card me. Yeah, nope, eh, eh, eh.
1: not where I'm from. Nope. Anything else feel make you feel aged? being aged yeah my my back
2: when i'm sitting there and i just hear seven pops as i stretch my arm yeah I'm like, oh man
1: i'm that commercial like the uh the geico commercial with the guy who's coaching people not to be their parents i'm the guy who's like all right try to sit down in the chair without making any noise
2: yeah
1: y'all hear that Did everybody hear that <laughs> <laughs> okay dad uh all right our last uh question is not really a question because it's Roadshow time. Yay! Everybody, I've got uh, our little thing here with the uh, with the picture of the item on it. So as if you are not aware, the Antiques Roadshow guessing game is America's game. It is sweeping the nation. Uh, basically, what we do is we take a look at an item that was appraised oh, on the PBS uh, program, the Antiques Roadshow. We try to guess what the item is, what it does, and how much it is worth. Uh, Mr. Hansen, what are we looking at here?
0: Oh, boy. So.
1: <laughs> I didn't print it in color, so that was a bit of a mistake. Yeah, but uh, that, make, that
0: makes this a little more difficult. So yeah. we're looking at what look like a bunch of walking canes or walking sticks with a variety. Of, oh, never mind. Richie pulled it up on his phone because he's a champion. Hmm. Uh, oh, yeah. That makes it a little different. But they still look like a bunch of uh, walking sticks or canes with a variety of colored shafts. So almost none of them look like normal wood. Mm-hmm. It's, like, orange and red and green and blue and blah, 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 blah. Uh, It looks like most of them, some of them have a little string coming out of the top. But on the top are some character heads. Not necessarily specific characters, but there's, like, dogs Mm -hmm. and an elephant and what looks like either a really, really old Donald or a knockoff Donald and a really, really old or knockoff Mickey Mouse in the middle. Mm -hmm. Okay uh yeah but and then on the the pedestal behind them is just the heads do we
1: did you say do we have a hitler in there
0: i feel Uh, like i'm looking at a hitler in the front maybe he's like laughing hitler oh he's definitely laughing and there is no mustache I thought that was uh, maybe that's the top of his mouth.
2: I think it's top. I think it's just not
1: showing an upper row of teeth. I mean, it could be Hitler pre-moustache. Cannot confirm. Charlie Chaplin. It could be. Maybe it's true. Assume that we're not
3: (laughs) not dropping Hitler on. Not everything (laughs) has to be Hitler. It's silent
1: silent film star Adolf Hitler. Uh, All right, so uh, what do y'all think this is or these are?
2: These are hidden sword blades inside cane shafts. That's what I'm saying.
1: Say with absolute certainty that these are hidden sword blades. You've watched way too much anime. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we know. I don't like they... the idea that there are this many like goofy sword owners. <laughs> like,
2: right? like we know exactly what they are. They're canes, but like I think the 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 item is the heads on them and not actually the cane themselves. Hmm. Uh, and it's probably it's made by someone famous. I don't know famous woodlers so i i can't give whittlers. a name whittlers.
0: um see i i don't think they're made i don't think the heads are made out of wood i think they're more of like a porcelain or some sort of plastic esque mm-hmm. material it could be mm-hmm. i could be wrong though
1: i, I they also look yeah the the heads look look plastic to me uh they also think like, like pez dispenser heads like these are just like yeah really long pez dispensers. that's a good yeah. description um yeah they're probably walking sticks they're probably goofball walking sticks um Boy, I, what, I, I am fascinated by what this the the thread connecting all these could be, uh, but they are famous characters, and I see that there's heads on the back as well that don't seem to be. Mm-hmm. Connected yeah, to the... so
0: I'm thinking th- they may have originally just been like toppers for walking canes or mm. walking sticks, maybe aimed at kids, maybe not. Yeah, uh, for whatever reason, mm-hmm. but yeah, I'm gonna go with some sort of walking stick maker or walking sticks or
1: walking stick toppers. Oh, you know what? I'm changing my answer. I think these are pencil toppers. Cause we don't see the bottoms of any of these, and I don't know how big any of these oh, are. Oh, Rich, can I see your phone again? I think these are pencil toppers.
3: There's that thing in the back. Uh,
1: is that a pencil? Um, that, that's that's partly what what made me think about it. Was like it's got that metal end. Ah, you're right. It's a little bit long. But I don't, but I don't know not. how.
3: But I don't know how big the things themselves are because yeah. they could be very small, and that could just be a, yeah. be a pen we, we don't or know the full perspective. I'm right? just gonna stick with it. Like it's yeah. a pencil mm-hmm. topper
1: with an eraser. Um, but uh, yeah, well, I'll I'll stick with that. Just it's, for shits It's tough gigs. to do scale, but I think you might be right. Um, and uh, I, I, I uh, this is gonna be some stupid amount of money. Uh, but I I I can't I can't these can't be worth that much. Two thousand dollars. Hmm. I'm going
0: last because I always go first, and then you all like just cor- box me out of anything <laughs> useful.
2: Yeah, uh, uh, I'm gonna go 7,500 because if they are what you say they are pencil toppers, they're small and highly detailed, mm-hmm. so that's gonna it's gonna be true. a lot more work. So I'm gonna go like 7,500.
3: Okay, there are a lot of them because I was gonna say 1,800 but there's so many of them. Yeah. I'm going to stick with 1800. I'll go I'll low ball on this one. Okay. They they're they're very nice, but I think they're not worth that much money.
1: Yeah. Cuz even still you're putting each one at like I am not going to count how many are here, but like I don't know, like like 75 bucks each yeah. or something like that still.
0: Yeah. I I'm, I'm just going to go an even grand. Okay. I was going to do 1799, but I'm not that much of an asshole. <laughs> yeah. I just play one on TV.
1: I got some scripts here. Rich wants one cuz he's not doing uh, a reading today. Mr. Hanson, Yeah, oh, no,
0: Sean wants to do it. All right. I was gonna say I thought I did last
1: time. <laughs> yeah, I know because I like couldn't hold the voice I was doing. But I'm overworking you. I don't know if you I don't <laughs> know if you remember this, but you're 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 leaving us in a few days, and I, I want to make sure that you get what? your fill in. You know, I don't want you to have any like, regrets about all this.
3: <laughs>
1: Where? <laughs> uh, Rich, Sean, uh, who's appraising and who's the guest?
3: Who do you want to be, Rich?
2: I read bad, so I'm gonna be the guest. <laughs> okay, okay, I'm
1: a uh, hey, whatever, whatever makes this work. Uh, all right, you guys, go ahead, action.
2: I've brought you some carnival canes. Where'd you get them? I've been collecting them for about ten years now. Got my first carnival cane at a local flea market. Paid about fifty cents for it. I was just, it, it was just the top on it, and it was one of the bulldogs. And did some research and found out what they were, and just thought they were fantastic.
3: So, do you know where they're made?
2: Most of them have a made in Japan sticker on the back. Some of them don't. No markings on a lot of them. No markings, so I don't know.
3: Well, back at the turn of the century, through the 1930s, when you went to give carnival, when you went to carnivals, you'd throw baseballs or darts on balloons, and they would give you a prize. Well, these carnival canes were manufactured as cheap novelties, made in Japan, somewhere made in Germany around the turn of the century. These were produced straight through until the 1930s when they were replaced by cheaper toys made out of celluloid made out of plastic or made out of wood or glass or paper. These are all ceramic. What you have here is, you have three different areas of uh, collecting carnival canes. The one is the animals and the generic characters, which have no appeal other than as an elephant or a donkey to people who collect that field. People collect pigs, they're going to want the pig ones. The dogs, and you have everything from Dalmatians to Bulldogs, people love those. Then you have the next level, which is the Mickey Mouse, or Annie comic character ones. Now, many of these were made unlicensed. They didn't call Walt Disney and say, Walt, we want to make a Mickey Mouse cane. They said, oh, Mickey Mouse is popular, let's make a cane. And it looks a little bit like Mickey. The Donald Duck looks just barely like Donald. Those were all from 1930 to 1935, the end of the Carnival Cane era. But the most desirable ones, realistically, are the bizarre ones, the skeleton heads. Believe it or not, the things with skeleton heads have a bigger demand than things like Mickey Mouse. Now when you get to prices, most of these are ones that are beautifully done, nineteen twenties, the dogs, the elephants, probably are in the forty to seventy five each range. Some of the older ones they sell for twenty five to fifty. Now if you get to Mickey Mouse or Orphan Annie and you're talking hundred to two hundred dollars, the Mickey Mouse could hit two hundred. Orphan Annie could hit two hundred. She's a chip on her neck, which is a problem on it, but the best one comes are these skeleton ones. Now, these are in poor condition, but really excellent condition ones could sell for two to three hundred dollars. Wow. So all this collection is probably worth five to $7,000. Fantastic. I'm excited. I'm glad. End scene.
1: God $7,000. 8000 <laughs> Wow. Rich is in there. Uh, and Tim nailed the, the item. <laughs> Except I bid
0: on the fact that I thought you might have been right. So you hedged. Right. You, cha- I, you changed my yeah. mind, so I changed my evaluation. You
1: hedged a little bit, so you, yeah. Fack me. Yeah, well, it's, it's 50-50. So this this side of the room, the couch, uh, combined if you did the uh, the Dragon Ball Z infusion, you'd have like the 100% correct answer. As they as they do the fusion now.
2: <laughs> we messed well, up, so we're going to be fat or I skinny. Missed, <laughs> I, missed, I
1: missed one finger. We're going to be a short little fat guy. And when he's going to be a For some reason. (laughs) Uh, All right. That is the end of our session. Does anyone have a closing thought or a take? I do not, actually. Tim, do you want to drop one?
0: All right. Uh, So, my closing take, you kind of started touching on at the uh, beginning when we were talking about the Olympics, Mm -hmm. is uh, leave Simone Biles the fuck alone, you Mm -hmm. fucking non athletic pieces of shit everywhere in the world. Sorry. (laughs) It's all good. Uh, Like, the response to Simone dropping out for essentially her own mental and physical health is probably the hardest decision that she's made in her life, ever. And you got fucking fat, huge pieces of shit that haven't exercised in decades, or just, like, non-athletic right-wing douchebags being like, "Ah, you let America down! you let your team down <laughs> and it's just like uh fuck you and there's even some <laughs> olympians that are just like i mean we're at the olympics you've got to be able to put up with that pressure and then that same uh tennis olympian breaks three rackets and then fucking like throws it into the crowd and then also uh fakes an injury so that he doesn't have to compete in his bronze medal thing because he's just being a bitter sour ass. Is apple. this
1: a uh, Djokovic? Do you know? I it? don't know. Okay. I just I just saw it on Twitter. Okay.
0: okay. Uh but like li- listen. If you can't even do a back handspring, you don't deserve to talk about gymnastics and what is involved and what that pressure is. If you've never even been on TV once, you don't deserve to talk about someone who is putting up with all of that pressure to that kind of extent. That that's just kind of my thing, like, and it's not just the gymnastics. She's also been like the face of the whole issue with uh, American gymnastics coaches. The Larry Nassar scandal. Yeah, yeah, all of that. She's been the face of that. They also essentially, before the Olympics, are like, yeah, no, the stuff you do is too difficult, so if you do anything over a certain difficulty, we're just not going to count it. That's the bewildering part to me, is they change the scoring system. It's (laughs) It's like like, Nerf Simone Biles. (laughs) I'm I'm sorry. Isn't this supposed to be for the best of the fucking best? She just happens to be amazing, and you're going to take what is already a very subjective sport and scoring system and make it even more subjective? Like kindly go fuck yourself olympic committee. Mm-hmm. Uh, and everyone who's sitting on their bar stool will just be like, "Merka, she if you can't take the heat just fucking get out. Kindly go fuck yourself." Yeah. That, that that's pretty I, much my take. Strong take? Yeah,
2: I yeah. I totally agree cuz I heard one of the coldest takes about this. Somebody said, "When are they going to next they're going to do participation trophies for the Olympics." And I'm just like, you're not in the fucking spotlight. You don't understand what she's going through, and the fact that she is the best of the best mm.
3: and is being judged differently because of it. Like, yeah, you're an asshole. Well, she, she's, and she's not getting a participation trophy. She's yeah. like, I'm giving up my trophy mm. for this. Yeah. yeah, like I, I don't deserve a trophy because I can't perform. Mm. Yeah, so yeah, I'm just gonna sit this one out. Yeah, and be the best. But still. she
0: screwed over her team. They got silver fuck off
3: they got silver
1: they they did very well and like yeah the United States was expected to win gold on the expectation that the greatest gymnast in in history was going to be was going to be flipping for them but if you already
0: know that you're not performing well and you're at that point I think that's the best decision she could have made because if she had gone Mm -hmm. if she had just completely screwed the pooch because of everything going on or if she hurt herself Mm -hmm. they probably wouldn't have even gotten silver
1: yeah Oh yeah, yeah. She could have. She could have gotten severely injured. Like that's that's the, the thing about what she was going through. It's not. It's it's the Larry Nassar stuff will never like all the 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 sex scandal and the abuse scandal stuff. Like we'll never know what what that is like, and we'll never know what the twisties are like what she was going through yeah. in the air. I think the, the the thing is, I I agree with pretty much your whole take. I think we don't necessarily need to say like I've seen headlines that are like Simone Biles won more, uh, did better like. That that by quitting Simone Biles achieved more than if she had gotten another gold. And I was like, okay, hold on. Uh, she is an Olympian. The, she made the correct decision. This is a mm-hmm. smart decision and the the healthy decision for both her and her team. Uh, it is not necessarily an achievement in and of itself. No, it is just the right thing to do. I agree. Yeah, and That's the, weird. The, the wrong take is to be like. Yeah, you let the country down and like you're it's really just like you choked under pressure or something like that. It's like that's that's yeah. not. But that's she, not yeah,
3: she's proven herself under pressure already. Yeah, yeah she already she did. It. She has nothing it's, to prove yeah.
1: multiple times yeah. on many occasions. Also, she's uh, she's the fact that she's achieving on this level, 24 is not old, but it's kind of old for gymnastics. Yeah. Oh yeah. And and the fact that she's still like, oh yeah, she's obviously the best on anybody in the United States. She she does not have anything left to prove, granted. Correct. So, so yeah. And, and then Oh, go for it.
2: The people that are mad at her for dropping out, if she had continued and was like, "I wasn't at my best, I wasn't at my peak, Mm -hmm. I probably shouldn't have performed," they would turn around and flip out, like, "Oh, well, if you know you weren't going to be able to be at your best, why Mm -hmm. did you even continue playing? You should have just dropped out." Mm -hmm. Like, it's just people that are just trying to complain about something because
0: yeah, because they want to complain. Yeah, uh, and then like also, I guess it's a secondary take. Uh, let women put pants on for sports D- hard disagree and here's what no <laughs> but was, like there, there was uh, uh, was it Germany there was some uh, women's Olympic team where their outfits are like they, it's a full uh, like I don't a full know body suit they're... or something like essentially so yeah. like essentially they wore what men wear except yeah. as women whereas normally women are essentially mm-hmm. wearing a bathing suit uh, with it all the way up their ass as much as possible uh, and then also the same for women's beach volleyball. The there was the one team that got fined, literally fined mm-hmm. thousands of dollars because they decided to wear shorts instead of essentially underwear. Right. Yeah, I, uh, that should
3: be your that should be your decision. Meanwhile, yeah. also, I, it's I like,
0: think what was, the
1: fuck does it have to do with the sports? I do feel like yeah. we got transported to like 1994 with this shit because like there was also a, a scandal. Somebody in the Paralympic Games was fine because like her running briefs were too short. It's like the other the other way around. Like you you're showing indecency. It's like. Yo man, it, it, we're I thought we were I thought we were done with this. Like I thought we figured this out like Just the, let decades ago. People
3: wear ago. what they want to wear. Yeah, exactly. they're, they're it, professional
1: athletes.
0: Yeah. It's Where like, like well, you can't wear shorts. Why? Well, it's against the regulations. Why is it a regulation?
1: Yeah. Oh, because we don't get because viewers Dick Dick if you don't show your ass. Dick Pound went in and made a bunch of changes to the rules. Dick Pound <laughs> yeah. is an actual like IOC the name of an actual IOC representative. Dick <laughs> That's <Pound>. ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but also, no. shout out to
0: Pink for covering all those legal fees and, yeah. those, and paying that fine because uh, she's awesome. Yep. And she also understands that this is horse shit.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Big, big W.
1: Big W for Pink.
0: Let athletes be athletes and perform at the top of their condition and the top of their game regardless of what they're wearing.
1: Yeah. I think it's a strong take. Strong pair of takes right there by Tim Hansen. Yeah. Hey, I did it. Uh, there you go.
3: A- any other thoughts? No, because they're good takes. Yeah, yeah.
1: it's good. person take from you
0: in a while you know that right yeah that's because i just tend to just check out and be like i don't care just remember this moment guys (laughs) (laughs) don't get mad at me when i have a take for every other episode i'm just like no fuck you guys i'm talking
1: every other is like north carolina is great pennsylvania can eat it Uh, Tim, if anyone wants to see any more of your Olympics takes on Twitter, where can they find you? Uh, at Tim R. Hansen. How about you, Rich?
3: At B underscore walnuts. And you, Sean. At hey, it's S-O-B.
1: And you can follow me on Twitter at mcasnel. That's M-K-A-S-Z-N-E-L. The podcast is on Twitter at brose underscore podcast. It's on Facebook at brose podcast. And it's on Instagram at brose underscore podcast. You can listen to our show anywhere where fine podcasts are bought and sold, such as Apple Podcasts. Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, SoundCloud, and TuneIn. And if you have a question you would like us to answer on the air, email it to brosequestions at gmail.com. That's brosequestions at gmail.com. Special thanks, as always, to Mary O'Brien, who compiles our questions, to Tess Riley, who edits our show, to Shannon Vogel, who designed our world-famous logo. You can find Shannon's work at Shannon Vogel Photography and Art on Facebook or just on Etsy.com. And our theme music is When by Steven Siebert, and you can find Steven's work at the Free Music Archive. Uh, this is the plugs section of our show, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Rich, uh, what's going on with PodQuest and your, your streaming, John? Uh, and uh, uh, anything else you want to plug?
2: twitch.tv slash be underscore walnuts to watch me stream monday through thursday oh the priorities have changed guys well it's St- streaming top billing <laughs> well obviously it, well it's because you'll see in a second uh monday through thursday from seven to ten twitch.tv slash be underscore but also check out the PodQuest podcast network or the one quest podcast network where we've got PodQuest as well as the upcoming bonus action a tabletop podcast our D and D podcast that me and Sean will be
1: on. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Very nice. Very nice. Get into the podcast podcast network action here.
2: Yeah, we're getting back to the network
3: and
1: Sean, outside of the uh, the D and D podcast, you also throw frisbees on the internet. I do throw
3: frisbees on the internet at obdiscoff everywhere except Instagram. Ob underscore golf.
1: And Tim, we got to talk about our friends at the Anchor Persons Podcast. Dude, yeah, Greg and Gene mm-hmm. kicking some ass. They uh, just kicking kicked... some ass and taking some SEO names. <laughs> yeah, uh,
0: just launched season three for their uh, their podcast. If you're a person who hates, yeah, oh, fuck, I forgot all of the things I used to say for this. <laughs> it's for people who hate new shows. By people who hate new shows. Mm-hmm. If you need weird fucking Spanish art restoration stories or foods, c- food crimes or butt science or who's doing something weird with mushrooms this week, they got your story. They've also got great chemistry with each other. Uh, it's got that West Coast vibe to it. The I don't really know it. I don't really know what that means, but mm. I figured I'd throw that in there to say that they're from Oregon. It's both
1: chill and weird. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, but hilarious guys, great chemistry, great puns, mm. funny stories, and... Uh, just, just a solid listen.
1: I did. I did notice this week during their their third person segment, uh, they brought on a guest and they introduced them as uh, a Tim, but not B Tim, just a Tim.
0: <laughs>
1: I feel bad because I've been
0: slacking on listening mm. and also responding. Uh, like when I went to call their Google Voice number. It had already been deactivated because no one had ever called them. Aww. I was like, "Oh man!" Then like, "Don't worry, now you can do it on our website." And then I just haven't gone to the website. Oh, I did. Have, so. I have to.
1: Boy, I might have to get in. On I'm,
0: that. I'm the OG Tim, but I am failing as a Tim.
1: <laughs> It'd be great if you just—they like, kept referencing you, but you were like the one person who never showed up on their podcast. Somehow. Yeah,
0: Richie's been interacting more with them than I have. That's how it goes.
1: Sorry, guys. alright guys. Say goodbye to the gentle listeners. Bye. Bye. For Tim Hanson. Rich Sweeten, Sean O'Brien, and the entire Action Moves team. Move. Tim doesn't... I've been no. conducting. I was conducting <laughs> the whole time. Tim, the solo. one person who's been in a choir didn't actually... I re, like, a I'm conductor. a soloist. Soloists yeah. don't listen to the conductor. Tim's in the Come back on. looking at the sheet paper like, oh, look at all the little dots. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Alright, so we say goodbye. Did I do the moo thing? Yeah we okay, did. Okay, alright. No, let's do it again. Sorry, it's been like three years uh, before since we started. I didn't know what part of the show we were on. Uh, I'm Matt Kassner. I'll be smart about being stupid.